Tomorrow night is Chaf Tevis, the Yeritzite of the Rambam. One of the main Sfarim that the Rambam is famous for is the Sefer Yad HaChazaka or Mishneh Torah. The reason why it's called Yad HaChazaka because Yad is 14, Yudalit. This Sefer, Mishneh Torah, has 14 parts. Each Sefer has other halachas. When you learn all 14 Svarim, you know all the halachas of the Torah, not only of Zman Hazeh, but even the halachas of the times of the Beis HaMikdash. There is another sefer that, that the Rambam wrote called Moira HaNevuchim, which is meant to teach us all about the Eivishter, about Hashabat Neshama, about the purpose, why we are in this world, what are we supposed to de- do here. It talks about the Emuna that every Yid believes in Hashem. It talks also about the Torah, Four days later, Chavdala Tevis is the Alter Rebbe's yard site. And he did exactly the same thing. He wrote a Sefer for Halachis, which is called the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. And he also wrote a, a Sefer called the Tanya. Tanya also deals with all the things that Yid has to know about the Amuna, about Hashem, about the Torah, about the Nishamais, about the Yidin, what's our purpose here? And both of them gave us direction to teach us how to live. To live the way Hashem wants a Yid to live on this world. At the very end of the Rambam Sefer Mishneh Torah, he talks about the days of Mashiach, and he says, that when Mashiach comes, there's not going to be any more wars, no hunger, no sickness, no competition, no pain, nothing. There's going to be everything good, nothing that can cause any tzad, any pain to anyone. The world is going to be filled with Hashem's special light, the light of the Shekhinah, and everyone will be free to serve Hashem without any problems at all. It's going to be such a special time. It's, the Ramam says from the Pasuk, No eye has ever seen what it's going to look like. You see, we're going through such an unusual galus. That's why we are sure that's going to be an unusual geula in a good way. We're going to have so many good things. And this is not something we have to wait. The Rebbe said, at, at, Mashiach. That any moment now Mashiach is coming, and then this world is going to turn into a new kind of world. It's like a Shabbos world. Right now we're living in Isman, which is in a time which is called Elam Hazeh. And then there's going to be Olam Haba. 
Elam Haba is not somewhere else. It's right here in this world. In the world where we're doing all the Torah and the mitzvahs. And like the Rebbe told us many times, we are the last generation of Golos, and we are that very first generation of Geula. It's us. So we're so lucky. And our Chachamim tell us that there is no way to describe to people living today what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes. You won't understand it. No words will be enough to describe the great pleasure. Not only that, our Chachamim say that if you want to have an idea how much pleasure it's going to be in Olam Haba, it says picture a person who for 70 years he lived the best and most comfortable life possible. No pain, no sickness, no worries, no one hurting him. A life of pleasure for 70 years straight. Just imagine how he's going to feel for 70 years enjoying that. And Achachamim say, if we take all those 70 years of total pleasure, it doesn't even equal to one minute of Olam Haba. One minute of Olam Haba is more pleasure than 70 years of the best pleasures in Olam Hazeh. So why can't the Chachamim tell us what it's going to be like? Well, let's take an example, and then we'll get to the story. If I take a person who is born blind, he never saw objects, never saw colors, never saw people, and I want to explain him the difference of colors. I'll say the color of blue is, well, so-and-so. The color of red, red is like a tomato, blue is like the sky, but he doesn't know what a tomato looks like. He doesn't know what the sky looks like. Yellow is like a banana. There's nothing that you can say to him to make him understand what a color is like. Why not? If I want, I can explain him a pasuk of Chumash. I could say, that in the beginning, Hashem created the heavens and the earth. That's something you can understand. I just took a few words for me to explain. But to explain colors, even a hundred words, or even a hundred years, it's not going to be enough to explain him the meaning of what a color is. Because he's in like in a different world. He's not in the world of colors. He's blind. He never saw colors. He was born blind. So there's no way for him to understand what colors are. If I tell you, would you like to have some chocolate ice cream? In your brain, right away you compare it to the last time you had chocolate ice cream. So you know what to compare it to. Say, oh, yeah, I know what that tastes like. But if I say to you a name that you never heard before, say, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to like it. To tell a blind man, about, talk to him about colors, he has nothing to compare it to. That's why our Chachamim say, there's no words that the Torah can tell us to describe 
what exactly it's going to look like, this world, when the Shekhinah will be revealed. When the world will be filled with godliness, with getlachkeit. What the great pleasure is going to feel. There's no way to describe it because we are living in Elam Hazah. We're like, just like we're, as if we're blind to that great special light of the Shekhinah. So there's no way to, to describe it. There's no way to, nothing to compare it to. But we know that it's very, very soon that Rebbe says, at, at kum Mashiach. And that's why I want to tell you a story that will bring out this point a little better. And the story is about the Rambam. There are many stories about different plots that people did against the Rambam, especially when he became the chief doctor in the king's palace. And the king considered him the chief doctor and the best doctor. And all other doctors of the palace were like second class, second grade. They were not considered the top doctor, which of course made them all jealous. And there are many stories about how they tried to take down the Rambam and get the king to send them away and how it never worked. So here's another story that happened with the Rambam, and this will explain what I spoke about just before. There was once a meeting with all the doctors. The Rambam was there. And they were discussing about a person who was born blind. If there's any medicine in the world that can cure him. Is there any medicine in the world that can cure a person who was born blind and never saw before? And a few doctors said, probably we could put this and put that together. And the Rambam said, no. If he was born blind, there's no way that any medicine can cure him. No medicine in the world. And they began arguing with the Rambam. But the Rambam just stood by his and said, it's not going to happen. It's impossible. A few days later, a few doctors went to the king and he says, this Rambam of yours, such ridiculous things he said. He's such, so ridiculous, so foolish. Why does the king deserve such a foolish doctor? The king deserves a much better one. Says, what did he say? He says that you cannot cure a person who was born blind. He says no medicine in the world can cure him. And what do you say? We say for sure we could. We could put together a medicine that will cure him. Let's call the Rambam here. The Rambam comes before the king and the king says, is it true that you said that no medicine can cure a person who was born blind? Is that correct? Yes. Well, these doctors claim that they could create a medicine which will cure a person who was born blind. And the Rambam says that's impossible. 
I'll be greatly surprised if they can. So the king says, you know what? We're going to make a contest. In 30 days from now, I want all of you to come to my court. And you, he turned to the doctors, you guys prepare, during these 30 days, prepare your medicine. And then we're going to bring a person who was born blind. And you're going to try out your medicine on him. If he's able to see, then you win. And the Rambam is out of my palace. But if you can't prove it, then I don't want to hear anything from you ever again. And you guys are going to have to leave this palace. So it's either the Rambam or you guys. Now start. You have 30 days to prove it. As they left the palace, the Rambam noticed that these doctors are like, are like laughing to each other, smiling, and it looked like they're planning some kind of trick. And what the Rambam has to do is try to figure out what kind of trick are they planning. Because the Rambam knows it's impossible to cure someone who's born blind. And he knows they're not going to do it. The Rambam was convinced that they probably are going to take a person who could see, someone who's not blind, they're going to pretend that he's blind, and then they're going to put their medicine in and say, look, we cured him, he can see. Question is, how can I convince the king that they're fakers, that they are liars. When the Rambam got home, he got so busy with his regular daily jobs. He would teach Taira, Gibshiurim. He would answer questions in Alacha. He took care of the community, gave advice. He was a doctor for many people. People came from all over to get his medical advice. So he was so busy that during the 30 days he couldn't even prepare an, an answer or a solution what to do. When it came the 30th day, the Rambam finished davening that day. He goes home, says a capital him, says, and now I have to go to the palace of the king. Please give me the right idea how to prove what's true. I want to prove the truth. It's not about me. It's not about my job. It's I want the truth to be proven. And the idea came to him. The Ramam said, Ah, now I know what to do. He went to the closet in his house, took something out of the closet, put it into his pocket, and rushed off to the king's palace. When he came to the king's palace, everybody's already in the court. The other doctors are there already. And he sees them like whispering to each other. And the king comes in. Everyone stood up. When the king sat down, everyone sat down and it got quiet. And the king says, I'm going to judge this case. Doctors, you claim that you're able to cure a person who was born blind. Can you please bring that person in? 
but I want you to bring him with witnesses who can testify that he was born blind. So I know that you're not tricking me. Yes, we have witnesses. They were already prepared because they knew that the king won't just accept it. And they brought this person in with two witnesses. And the king says, I want you to testify about this person, whether he was born blind or not. Yeah, he was born blind. Did he ever see at all anything? No. Did he ever see objects? No. Did he ever see the sky? Did he ever see the sky by night, by day? Did he ever see colors? Anything? Did he see people? No. Nothing. Are you ready to swear on that? And they swore. Okay. I trust that this person was born blind. They lined him down on a bed and they took their medicines out of a little pouch and put one medicine in the drops in the eyes and then they rubbed it and massaged it and then another medicine and another medicine. When they finished using all their medicines, they told the patient to sit up, open his eyes. Do you see? Yes, I see. The king picks up his hand and shows him two fingers. How many fingers? Two. Then he shows him four fingers. How many fingers now? Four. Then the king closed his hand. How many fingers do you see now? None. Uh-huh. Okay. That means this gentleman is seeing. Rambam, they just proved their point. They cured this man. The Rambam says, I'm not convinced until I make my test. And I don't believe that the king is really convinced or all the people standing around watching. Let me do my test. And once I do my test, will know what's the truth. And the Rama stuck his hand into his pocket and took out two pieces of cloth. One was red and one was blue. He showed him the first cloth. says, Sir, can you tell me which color am I holding now? You're holding red. Okay. Now what am I holding? You're holding blue. And the Rambam, with a big smile, looks at the king. He says, don't you see what kind of liars they are? They're not liars. He's saying the correct colors. He's giving them the right name. His majesty, the king, if this person never, ever saw in his life before and never saw colors, how did he know what the names of colors are? How did he know that this is called red and this is called blue? If he never saw them before, if this is the first time seeing, he should say, I don't know. He gave them the names. How did he know this is called red? He never saw red before. He never saw blue before. King realized that these doctors were busted and their plan failed. And the king threw them out like dogs from the palace and never come back again and said to the Rambam, you're gonna remain here 
You're my chief doctor. Now here comes the point of the story. The point is that if a person who never saw colors before, you can't describe what the color is. You can't give the name yet. You don't know. The same thing, our eyes are not ready yet to see the Shekhinah. That's why the Chacham said, we can't describe to you what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes. All we can tell you, that it's a pleasure, more than the pleasure you can have in 70 years in this world, with all biggest pleasures, even one minute in Olam Haba. And one thing we know for sure, that another mitzvah that we do, another good deed, something good that we're doing, can be that last mitzvah that Hashem is waiting for to take us from Galus to Geula, from Eilam Haza to Eilam Haba. A guten Tag and sei gesund. Thank you very much.